1: Tara Sarin, our guest today, is a very diverse and talented healer. She has 20 years of training and practice in holistic and integrative services that are tailored to the individual, encompassing the whole healing cycle designed to deepen her client's personal healing journey. I wanted to do a guided hero mushroom journey, and I was very fortunate to be introduced to Tara as one of the best facilitators. I have done a lot of energy work with a lot of great practitioners and teachers and was completely blown away by the depth, gentleness, and transformative work that I experienced with Tara. She is truly one of the most gifted and talented healers I have worked with. I'm happy to have Tara here to talk about the mushroom journeys. This should be exciting. And her work as a mushroom medicine woman. Thank you for being on the show, Tara. I am thrilled you're here. So you want to tell everybody what a mushroom journey is and a hero mushroom journey?
2: Oh, Barb, first, I just want to say thank you again. Every time we sit together, I just feel like I get to drop in that heart space. So thank you for inviting me in.
1: I'm so glad you're here and can talk about this. Everybody's curious about this, as I was. And I have to admit, I want to tell everybody going into it, I was afraid. You know, it's it's um, you're going in to look at yourself and God knows what you're going to see. That was my take. But um, that's so I was afraid going in. And uh, Tara just made me feel so comfortable and safe. And um, and it was just so easy to go into it. But now I'll give it to her. You don't want to hear me. <laughs> now we'll give it to her and and she'll tell us about the journey, but also um all the things she did up until up until and through the journey. So now you can talk, Tara. I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll
2: talk about it all and just, you know, thank you for opening that window um, of vulnerability, of um, sharing your experience with me too. And my experience with you, because we sit in that sacred reciprocity, you know, we were both sitting um, in that circle way and honoring each other. And, you know, that's, that's, that's that way of honoring the medicine, sacred medicine. And as we go into this, I, I just think it's important that we honor both ends of that and open that door. And then I'm going to speak a little bit about what a mushroom journey is cuz that was your question. And then what is a hero's dose? And I'm going to quote unquote hero's dose because that's um that refers to, you know, the archetype of the hero's journey and going within and deep into the psyche. It's a it's a large dose of the psilocybin mushroom where when you take it, you have an experience that is synonymous or in some ways um, a safe replica or a, a journey through the birth death process or the death birth process. And w- when we sit in that way with that hero's dose, it's about looking into surrender and it's about going into the vulnerable window and it's about being in trust and it's about um, waking up to a new perspective um, within ourselves and then it's also about the prayer and what reverberates out from it. So um, that's just a little bit into that. And um, you know, a lot of people will come looking for a catalytic experience. People who um, have felt like they have been separated from something in themselves, or what like I like to say, separated from the sacred, because we are sacred medicine ourselves. And these little helpers have come into this world to help us evolve and to move forward. And I feel very blessed and honored that the people who've come into my life have asked me to sit with them in that trust way to help them have a life transformative
0: experience.
1: So when you came to, well, let me start here because I know I came to you because, um, I was just kind of stuck, couldn't move forward, couldn't move backwards, just, you know, a little lost, you know, just kind of stuck. But most people, um, are they stuck? or they uh, self-sabotage? Or, you know, or do they just want the experience? Or, you know, um, are most people there for the same thing I was there for?
2: Yeah, you know, so I work with both singles and um, individuals and um, people who are working together on something. So there's a various amount of reasons why you might want to deepen into yourself, and a, a lot of people do come and say, "I I'm just blocked. <laughs> I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. Um, I'm also deeply scared. I have um, worked with people that fear is like I just." Tara, I just can't even go outside. Like, I am just feel fearful and anxiety is like at the top of my skin. And um, people who feel like maybe they can't get to a certain place, like um, there's a threshold they haven't crossed and they're not sure why that hasn't happened in their life yet. And so <clears throat> not only do I work with the mushroom, but I um, set up a series of workshops or um practices going in. Um, the, when you sit with me, it's a two-day ceremony and it's a it's a sacred honoring of the plant or uh, the fungus in this case, um, and how that and how that moves within us and how we merge and move in with us. And so I begin with a series of work um workshops and practices that take us into a theta delta brainwave state. these are really important states oftentimes we're operating a lot in the um, alpha which is very creative it's the doer it like knows you know it, it can create and then the beta is like um yeah we uh we know we have to do this this and this and then the delta the theta is a place of imaginative play where we actually get to interact with the dream realm and then um the delta is that place where we go in, like um say in the birth or even the death process, where we know that person's there, but they've gotten deep into themselves. And there's some inner workings of connecting to our source and our cosmos or our cosmic self or our higher self or however that belief system comes up in you. And so that that's why it's actually um individually tailored and there's so many myriads of ways people present themselves for all diverse uh, reasons some people just want to have the experience but then come in and they're like oh um i didn't expect this but i knew i needed something and this this was it and oftentimes people say the mushrooms helped me connect everything but it was the work Prior to that, those Theta Delta workshops that we do in that five to eight hour um, process, and uh, I use the drums to bring in the heartbeat, and we work, and we bring back um, the wholeness of the soul, and we um, open up uh, parts of ourselves while we clear, and we work away, um, and actually go within and find our own inner guidance, because this time in our lives, we're really, everybody is being activated in so many ways. And we're really clearing the way of the the external guru and just moving in, you know, this internal guru, this internal healer, because it's time, it's a time of healing ourselves. And so I'm not actually doing anything to you. I am your doula. I am in your service and sacred service, of being able to sit and witness you, watch you bring wholeness back to yourself, know and listen to all the journeys that have led you up to this place, this threshold crossing, to be your own catalyst and to birth yourself into this world anew with new perspectives because we know that perspectives shift the planet. And I get to witness that and I'm very privileged and honored in that way and um the workshops help us get into that space of self confidence of birthing like barb had mentioned she came in with this little bit of fear and like anticipation and and like how do i trust do i trust this person like and we talked didn't we barb a lot about yeah. um,
1: i want to say that when tara came to my house We had not met before. We had met on Zoom. We had met by phone, but we had not met in person. And she came in, and um, we moved some of the dining room furniture, and we set up an altar. Or I didn't set it up. I didn't do anything. (laughs) Tara set up an altar that was just gorgeous. And she had a number of things that she brought to, let's say, the altar for my house And she picked intuitively that, you know, she knew, okay, this is, I want to have this here. I want to have this here. And some of those things actually were used later. And then I was invited to bring whatever I wanted to that altar. And um, we sat, and then I had made lunch, and we sat and talked for, a while and established trust and got to know each other and, and just relaxed into it, which was, which is what I needed, you know, which was great. Um, and then I think the first, you call them workshops to me, a workshop is like a standalone. I go someplace and I take a workshop, but, but it really was a meditation that, uh, we would, that I would go in and, um, actually do something there guided by Tara. And I think the first one we did was you introduced me to my tribe, I'll call them Who's There. And um we we went into the tribe and what was going on and who was there and what we were doing. And and you piece by piece, step by step, brought me into that other world. You call it Beta Theta. Theta? Theta, Delta. Oh, I wasn't even close. <laughs> <laughs> I got Theta. <laughs> um, but, you know, step by step, she brought me into this world. Now, I knew from what I had read and heard and all that, that I would, it. I need intention, or that was my belief. But um, we've really, um, it was really so much more. Do you want to take it from there? And then the, because we went from, from that to, um, another, uh, dance internally, I, I'm going to mess it up. You take it.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. You, I remember, you know, we go in and, and, and we definitely, you know, retrieve who we are, remember who we are and, um, we work on the, the, the different realms because, there's different aspects of where we live, the core of the earth, you know, the surface of our earth and the atmosphere, and then um, our cosmic ancestry. And so when we get to go with those, we get to travel on those brainwaves and um, bring in remembrance of who we are because it's actually within us. We have our own library memory of all the times of which we, our DNA holds that we remember. And of course we have a collective as well, but these brainwaves are allow us to yes, dance and take us into the dance. And that's when the images come and in the remembrance and we get into that abstract, right? And why, why do you think we might be getting into that? Well, when we take the mushrooms, we're working with frequency, some, mycelium that is moving in through our nervous system and touching base and it's stimulated by sound and music and it it is a communicator that helps us remember and see who we are, where we've come from. And also when we go into that, because of the amplifiers that we are, we can affect change not only in our lives, but through changing ourselves and and alchemizing is really the better word we affect change in the world. We become more aligned with our purposes. We become more um, whole within ourselves. And um, I just wanna say that the, the grandmothers, we also find that there are um, the wealth of this uh, ancestry that isn't just our human lineage that we bring back into our um, accessibility as tools, right? And within us, we have that remembrance. We have the grandmothers there. You want to share a little bit about the grandmothers?
1: <laughs> I had um, I had been given in one of the meditations uh, before I met the grandmother. I had been given three shiny marbles, and um, I I got them. I built an altar um, in my meditation, and one of the things were the three shiny marbles. And then in another meditation. I went down, and I would call this shamanic. I I think that's correct. Um, I went into the lower um, level. And I met the grandmother. Well, the grandmother kept telling me, come on, come on, come on. And I kept going, you know, and it was like, we're running out of time here, <laughs> you know, and I kept going. And finally she said, well, did you bring me a gift? And I opened up my hand, my three shiny marbles, and she took them all. <laughs> <laughs> I think I talked about that for the rest of the night, maybe for days after she took them all. <laughs> but but what was very odd, and I want to bring this in, it's a little jumping ahead, but what was very odd is, you know, I kept following her, but I didn't, we didn't really get anywhere. And then you said, okay, let's go to the next level. So I turned and I went away from the grandmother and went up to the next level But about a week later on my own doing a meditation, I went down into that again and I followed the grandmother and she took me way deep into a place that had a lake, um, and, and gave me a way to get to the other shore. And, uh, you know, and then there were things on the other shore that were just fabulous. But, um, but then, before I left, she gave me my marbles back. <laughs> <laughs> and I hadn't so completed it in the beginning, you know. I guess.
2: <laughs> well, and that's—I really am so glad you bring that up, Bar, because this—the the mushroom journey that you, when we, when we work together, and the way that I work on um, the way that the altar works that I get to sit at like that—it's for you. The tools are for you right? The mushroom journey is there and it's um, a window, a portal to what it's like to fully surrender to something that opens our perspective, right? But before that, when we do this work, like you're building your tool set. And when you can come in into the integration on your own and go in and do a retrieval like that for yourself. And I, you know, I've been so grateful that, you know, um, we stay in contact and I've been a part of your integrative process as well. That So when I knew that that was such an important piece for you, and when you had told me that that you had gone in and done that, I was just overjoyed because I could feel the wholeness in your body, this, um, this space. We had even gone in and asked your guides, you know, how long will it take for, um, you know, Barb to move through after the mushrooms, you know, have integrated. And that's something I encourage people to do, regardless if they work with me, you know, because you you have to treat this um, uh, plant medicine, this fungus medicine, this sacred medicine as sacred. You have to look at it and say, I'm ingesting this, I have a relationship with this. You're not having a relationship with me. You're having a relationship with yourself, with the sacred medicine, with your psyche, with your higher in inner knowing. And you're able to bring that, apply it, and work with it yourself. And yeah, you, yeah, it's good to have a witness. But going forward, what I want to know is not only is your life transformed, are you still in that space where you're empowered to take care of and work with your own um, tool sets?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and not only the the work we did before, but um... Tara was everything to me. I never would have done it alone. I never, and I would suggest to everybody, don't do it alone. You know, not, not, it. it's too huge. <laughs> you know, I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. It's too big. And your whole job is to do this journey. You don't have time to, to think about anything else, you know, to have to worry about your safety or You know, should I turn the lights on? Is it getting dark? (laughs) Any of these things? You know, it should be only about yourself. And I get to be your doula. It's like mm -hmm. coming
2: out of birth, you know. And I get to be. But the the clarity here is that that you are doing. You are. Everybody walks in on their own, and I get to sit there. But I cannot do the birth process for you. And. I just want to clear you give
1: the space for it to be yeah. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the and the safe space, the not having to deal with anything else space. <laughs> that
2: kind. Right. I'm a space facilitator. And I just want to just clarify what I meant around what to, to do alone. I'm speaking specifically to the journey work in the meditation. Now the the mushroom medicine is really important to your ability to surrender to have trust, and to have somebody there that you can count on, Um, facilitating the space, taking care of your needs. Um, One thing that I'll have to say that most everybody agrees on, I think, in the healing field, is that healing occurs when trust is there. And when witness is there, there's like two components, trust and witness. Um, We are beings of the 3D. And we are meant to be an engagement with each other. Why and, the
1: witness? Can I ask that?
2: Yeah. Well, um, because when we, I was just about to say we because mm-hmm. we are meant to be an engagement with each other. Because when we are witness, information goes out, and where it's 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 light and sound information. Like I can speak puffs of air through my mouth with that makes sound. That can, in fact, in theory, change the world. With anything that I say, if I was in a certain platform, it could change the world. And um, even in our small little um, individual lives, we can also change our lives, which therefore impacts the world. But um, witness is important because we're sending out that information and that invocation. And whatever that message is, needs to be heard. It needs to be received. And so the witness comes in and it's really important. How many times have you gone to the bathtub and had like a a vision or an experience? And then you kind of came out and you're like, maybe that happened or maybe I'm crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. But when you are sitting in witness with somebody who has an experience like that, and you can see the power and the validation of the way that... uh, way that the spirit of the flow moves, the the flow state moves, then you have validation. And that, really, that information then comes back and is received all in your cells. And things are changed. Your synapses are changed. And this reminds me that we wanted to talk about how um, that actually is important as well when we think of the neurochemistry of our brain and how psychedelics work with that now to be clear well oh what are we talking about The drum journey work at the workshops before or are we talking about the actual the psilocybin well for me the reason why i ta- do those workshops is to blend into the abstract to help our brain get really into the state of the dream realm because these are the places where we process the unconscious and so when we blend those worlds of the actual physical reality into the imaginative reality, and then into the psychedelic reality, it has great potential, scientifically proven. Um, no matter how you know you work with that in the in a ceremonial way or in a real healing way, and in specifically with this way your synapses will just move from the routine. It's that the routine is disrupted. Well, what is the synapse? It's a little neuron attaching out to a thought or idea that fires electrical impulses every time you have a pattern, a block. Okay, I have a block here. Well, there are patterns systematically that we physically do to almost always come back up against that block or come into that depression or you know, oh, every time this happens, I feel sad. Well, that's a reinforcement of the neuron in the synapse connection. The psychedelics come in and they totally disrupt the whole routine with their beautiful display and the way they allow our bodies to surrender and open up in our nervous system and all the things. And I don't don't want you to forget to talk about the grid, Barb, but... um, (laughs) I, uh when they do that, they disrupt the routine and it gives us that moment. If we have that validation, and we have that witness, the synapse moves to a different place where I'm not so sad about this anymore. I have a con- cognitive understanding about it. Now, I have a full body understanding and compassion. I can have forgiveness there. I can let go of that synapse attachment and move into something that's more embodied. And more confident of self and the psyche says okay I don't need to worry about that some more so much but the um the psilocybin we can do that in like one you know two-day ceremony and then have the integration work afterwards like you were talking about and like I also offer is that the we we can fully integrate so that the medicine, is really activating within our lives and we actually get to transform
1: okay i'm gonna take a break here okay (laughs) and we're just starting to really get into it so everybody come on back to hear more about the journey we'll be right back
0: One thing's for certain, life is uncertain. Do you navigate the unknowns? Visit a view aviewthroughtheveil.com to sign up for psychic readings and classes with Barb Crowley. You can schedule one-to-one sessions with Barb for personal and relationship counseling, pet communication, mediumship, career and business direction, or sign up for one of her classes. Everyone has answers through the metaphysical plane, but they need help to access them get the help you need today visit a view through the veil.com it's your world motivate change succeed voice america empowerment.com you are listening to metaphysics a view through the veil with barb crowley to Reach the live show, please call into 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to a view through the veil at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
1: Hi, and we're back with Tara Sarin. We were talking about. Um, the, the ceremonies, I call them ceremonies, she calls them workshops, but the different meditations that we were doing before the mushroom journey and the psychedelic work. And um, she had just given us a little bit of the scientific, that um, what actually goes on in your brain during um, and after, that your brain rearranges your thought patterns, really. And it is biologically as well, which is really why I was there. <laughs> anyway, um, so I want to bring Tara back in to continue on the work we were doing, and and on our way up to the uh, mushroom journey.
2: Yeah, so we talked a little bit about your journey, um, and anybody who comes, you know, um, we have. Had some pretty profound um, synchronicities coming in, uh, just because you know we take the journey. We might stop. We might have a break. Might take a little walk, and some of the things that our beautiful um, environment comes back and mirrors to us. That also we remind ourselves we're also being witnessed by our environment. And I bring flowers, too. I think Barb can attest. I bring a lots of flowers. I
1: might have to put... I have a picture of the <laughs> um, the altar, and I'm going to put it up on my website. I mean, it was just gorgeous. Just gorgeous.
2: It was really sacred how it all unfolds. And the flower beings are such big... They, they bring so much witness to the process as well. And actually, as, as the night transforms, the flowers have a key piece in the next day. Because... Um, they, we have a candle, you know, that we have that sacred fire. But they almost embody that sacred fire and that life. And so we, we start in, we, we, we gather ourselves, we start to get used to the, um, the journey work, finding our guides, starting to trust what we're bringing back and receiving the messages and the understandings, the images, the archetype, and how that applies into our life. And then um i think i ask you i say uh um you know would you like to work with them the hape, right and that's that sacred tobacco and um i also will do a clearing with you with the with the cigar smoke and just see where there's energy blockages and it helps it's all good information right because when we're sitting in this space in this circle together we get to be reflected back things that we don't always know is there but then when we see it isn't that what you said you when you saw it you knew it was there.
1: One of the things with Tara first we did the um the tobacco and hoppy right hoppy. it's hoppy yeah and um first we did that and and tell me about what that's about and then I'm gonna talk about you're doing the smoke around me, the um, the cigar, the tobacco smoke.
2: Well, the hape is a is a mixture of um, tobacco and a ground ash of herbs and things. It's very different, but what it is is a third eye opener. It really uh, brings awareness to the third eye and allows things to kind of uh, snap off all those threads that we've. Uh, had grooves in that have been running around our mind a little too long. And so then it opens that up, clears the chakras, and we, we just follow that thread as we it moves through the body. And it's a way of getting used to um, altered stimulus, altered state stimulus, and where can you follow the thread versus Fight it right, it's a start into the opening of the surrender, clearing all of the shell casings and things, the armor and stuff that we've been carrying. For,
1: for mm-hmm. this, how it long? was intense, <laughs> it also cleared my sinuses. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then the next part, um, was Tara did a, um, I stood up with my arms out and feet. Why And Tara uh, um, blew smoke around me. And as she was doing that, she was picking up a vortex. She was ki- picking up other energies. And I, I cleaned my energy a lot, um, all the time, actually. And I had not seen these things before. But when she was doing it, I was well aware of them. They became very visible to me, and and I needed the other person. I needed Tara to remove them. I don't think I could have done it. It needed to be her, and in the ceremonial um, aspect, that was my perception of it. And
2: again, the element of trust and witness—you know, there, there—that again is there. There's just a combination of the trust and the witness, and that's where. I think the facilitator becomes synonymous with what we call a doula, whether that's a death, birth, or transformation doula. You know, I, I work whole cycles, so I do I, I cover all those aspects. And so, what happens is um, the witness space we get to really open up our um, energy field or our chi, and then help see in between and what we call the liminal. Um, spaces. And I mean, I have such respect for you, Barb, and all my clients that come that are, you know, um, well into their years and and high professionals And the way that I have respect for the medicine that they bring. And so there's just this reciprocity of honoring each other, knowing that this is, yeah, this isn't something that I could have done on my own. This is something that when I have this sacred relationship with, myself with the medicine and with this other being who i know has my best interest at heart um i can look at things that i may have been not looking or seeing or feeling and so the happy and the tobacco are really um about opening that doorway and saying okay we're entering into this this temple space and you're going to be working with uh, those little helpers, those sacred beings that are going to come into evolution. But let's let's open the door. A little. Let's can I take your coat? You know, can I put it up here for a minute? And and you may never go back for that coat again. You know, and um, it opens up. Also, sometimes we have such an analytical minds, uh, critical minds. You know, and um. It can be uh, from years and years and years of working in a high professional job that you're saving lives every day, you know, and you can't get that uh, mindset off. Um, This is the place to come to allow that to happen. And it takes, uh, we're just going to come back to that trust. And I think we, we, you know, we had talked about, like, what would you tell somebody who's going to go do a journey? Like, even if they weren't going to journey with you, like, trust yourself, trust yourself to know and what occurs and to listen and act on it. Um, I don't trust being with this person. I'm not going to open that vulnerability or I do trust being with this person. I have seen these aspects and I trust myself enough to know that I can go into this now. And open up those parts of us that don't want to be seen. Because isn't it, we don't show that to everybody, especially not in our life, which demands so much pressure of professionalism in this world, just, just so much. And especially healers who work with so many people, because we're constantly... Filtering energy, constantly clearing energy, working with it, and then who's who's clearing us? <laughs> well, yeah. that's
1: what surprised me because I'm always clearing me, you know. I, and then I have other friends, psychics, who also I look at my energy, check my energy, you know. So it's not only me, but when I step into that place, um, on my own, this was so much further in. This was so much different. It was so much further in. It was some timelines sometimes mm. lifetimes, you
2: know. and um I think for everybody who walks into this path, I mean, I have seen um, you know, worked with some who the the, you know, the unwinding was really real. You know, really like get into it. and 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 that's some of the work that we do where we do a little role play. Um, what I call the chud work. It is um, a Buddhist um, practice of facing our own inner parts that haven't matured yet and have been stuck in maybe PTSD or trauma or um, the parts of us that is carrying the wound of our mothers, you know? And it's like, okay, well, how do we get in there without getting into the story, right? Right. Now the story when told from a place of um, abstract um, is a place that we can work with like clay. We can really sculpt and mold the process and really get into the depths of um, well, what is in there And we don't that's where we don't take the critical mind and that's why the ceremonies are built up so that the the theta delta, comes in deeper and deeper that we go into the psyche and this the unconscious. And the drum helps facilitate that. So I also have a medicine drum and I bring the hand pan and um uh, play into these journeys, you know, to help facilitate the mind to quiet, allow what arises to come up and occur. And there's a little bit of um exchange with yourself that happens. And then we move into this transformative place and there's a whole rebirth of self. And we work with this dismemberment and rememberment journey, which is quite um, a beautiful process that uh, came to me in one of my journeys. And then when when we moved in that, I almost always do the chud work with people. Um, I feel like hands down, there's a window When something comes up, I have a template, and we have various different types of tool sets to go through or ceremonies. And um, we almost always work with that because there's something so important to the healing aspect on that, that even if we never took the mushroom, everybody says,
1: that was profound, profoundly. That was an integration, yeah. It was also hard. Yeah. <laughs> I remember <Challenging>. that part challenging, <laughs> uh-huh. and yeah, it's like okay I got it let's move on <laughs> and I didn't have it <laughs> we'll move
2: we, can't, on. We, can't, we can't we can't we've been bypassing it you know and it takes mm-hmm. a lot of um witness and patience to um sit with people who who know that that's a child that they came they came to me says I got this block or I've got this fear. I've got this intensity, mm-hmm. I got this place I want to grow. And we know that the challenge is already there.
1: Right.
2: And this is why people come. And yet in that sense, it, it is work. And, you know, there are ways out there to, to experience the mushrooms where you, um, have a more of a lighter experience or a recreational experience. And I'm not saying that this isn't a beautiful experience. This is an amazing transformative experience, but it also means that we may do some of our work. And sometimes when you take the mushrooms, just without the ceremonies beforehand, the work happens regardless in um, the mushroom ceremonies. So one time I, 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 um, was facilitating myself um, taking the mushrooms, and I was literally like in the corner going, "You are loved." <laughs> you know, <laughs> like oh, I had my arm behind my back, and I was like, "You are loved." <laughs> you know, but it was like I couldn't. Um, I wasn't able to receive. You know, and for me facilitating myself and there should have been would have been so much nicer if i had gone through some of those things in those theta delta realms and then when i went into deep delta with the mushrooms then it might have connected my whole system which is what i have seen in my clients i have um worked um with a with a one of my uh, beautiful beings that came to sit in the light and heal you know intergenerational trauma uh, where we have gone back and remembered names um, and placed my hands. And I think this is another thing that you said, Barb, that I just knew right where to touch. And that's because I'm in a place of tracking with you. I'm always in this place of tracking.
1: You have to explain tracking because we didn't talk about it and you (laughs) don't know. (laughs)
2: <laughs> right well let me let me finish the story and i'll go okay. into that and because it's an excellent piece of tracking and and i would go on her back and just press these button, these acupuncture points and release and there was so much release in that and she was like there the, the chains are breaking you know she just kept saying that over she says the links are breaking the chains it's totally changing like they're broken. And so that night we hadn't talked about it. I pulled tarot cards during the whole the whole um, journey. And um, I had pulled her cards and I don't know what they're about. I won't know until the morning, until we integrate. And I took pictures. Um, I always take pictures of the altar and the light and what the light is receiving and doing. And I think we had something come up in years as well. Um, this one in particular the light had made images of a chain and the link was broken and completely off it was like we had done the work and so that's what I mean by saying like yeah, oh, it's challenging sometimes but it's the next day you kind of I get the calls and they say man that was a lot of work I never regret it and I'll tell you what I, I even with people who these are clients of other practitioners that I've worked with, or practitioners that have um, worked with me as well. Um, they don't come back for that same ever again. And they feel very confident in that space where they may have felt a block lack or fear. And um, it's pretty amazing the life transformation that happens. And I will go back quickly into the tracking piece because I think it's an for- important piece that I don't like to leave out as well. Where we are in the liminal fields. What do I mean by liminal? In the in between, in the quantum area, the space in between. And kind of like, I bring my bag, you know, I'm like a vulva, Norse vulva where I open up my bag and I, I put out the things on the altar and I put out the space and you're able to do and try on whatever you need to in that space and be yourself completely. And when I do the tracking as one of the actual ceremonies, we'll follow each other in that space, in our um, data uh, Delta space. We'll jump on our guides and leave some breadcrumbs, and you might take off over a waterfall and come back down the mountain and end up, you know, with your tribe. And then I'm gonna know inside my tr- my tracking that somehow I have gone up, you know, the river, and then I winded down the mountain and I ended up around a fire with a bunch of people. And it, the the analogies sound different. But the, I mean the the words sound different, but the analogies of the actual experience are undeniably the same. And so, when somebody has that experience, people who have come and said, "Tara, I don't see that. I don't see. I don't know what all these people are talking about. I have never had a transcendental experience. I have never had a psychic experience. I have never had a guide. I don't know what this is, and I want to." Well. Um, this tracking is a really great exercise because we find out that we're doing it all the time, all the time. And if we stop saying, Oh, that we're crazy. Oh, I had that crazy thought, you know, maybe I should call somebody Oh, well, pick up that phone and call. If you had that crazy thought, you know, because on some level we're tracking and we bring that validation back to us in that, that space, that sacred space that we're holding for your ceremony and, um, I am doing that with you while you're in the medicine. And I exercise that muscle so that I can, you know, be present with you when you need, I can lay a hand on you where it might be most beneficial. I can do some cranial sacral or bring you know energy to where it is important when when the challenges do come up.
1: I have to tell you, I didn't know about tracking before you know, I met you and you told me about it and all, I thought you merged with me (laughs) to be able to see what was going on, what I was experiencing, and what I was seeing with my inner eye, that you had merged with me because you would know where I was. You would know what I was seeing. And I thought somehow you had merged and been able to see what I saw. And experience what I experienced, or at least see what I experienced. Well, I didn't I, know it was tracking at the time. You know, right. later we talked about it. Yeah.
2: Um, and, I mean, um, I think as an empath, you know, when we're empathic, we go in and we may learn by merging. But for me, um, I do a lot of shamanic body work, integrative care, intuitive care, and when I work with people so much on that level and then when I work with people in depth like this, I cannot go into you. That's actually a little invasive, you know? Um and I think that's why, you know, impasse we we guard so much. We're like, ha-ha, you know, I mean, yeah. it feels invasive to merge with somebody, but you didn't feel invaded, right?
1: No, like, not at all. Not so at all. I no, I was happy for it because you took care of what I needed to have taken care of. And that's where I could rest and enjoy the journey we got to talk about the journey oh yeah well let me just <laughs> you know, say- we've talked about getting to that point yeah let's yeah. just um finish
2: that up I just want to say that um you know what I do is I go within me and then we meet in that yeah. quantum realm and that that's that's also what I'm teaching is the the capacity that we have every single one of us mm-hmm
1: to track and tracking is so much safer than the merge because a merge the the energies get intermingled it's and then, and you never quite pull out cleanly. You know, I know people think they do, but then they do things that you know, <laughs> that wasn't you, that was them. <laughs> and and the something. tracking sounds so much cleaner, so much more of an observer well, than a merge.
2: It's very sovereign and 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 autonomous, right? Because we're well, while we are inner, you know, connecting that we are inner in, in in interconnection. Um, there's a place in the inner psyches that we can do that in a safe way. That isn't, you know, when I pull out, I'm I'm my whole self, and and you're your whole self, and honestly, we can always meet each other there, no matter where we are or how far we are apart.
1: Right. So we have to, because we're running out of time, and people tell so. us if we don't get to the mushroom part. <laughs> well, um,
2: you know, um, it's usually about a, a five or six-gram dose, and um, I, I work with you. You you get the chance to uh, use the mortar and pestle and bring your energy of all that work and all that ceremony and all that prayer that we did, you know. And we bring it in, in this really, this understanding of the earth protocol. This is like not an instant gratification. This is something that you put your prayer and your intention, all that interesting um, uh, theta delta work that you've brought into self and, and rewrote your DNA And now you're putting it into there and you're treating that medicine as sacred. And that medicine is going to treat you as sacred. It's going to take care of you. It's going to help you get well. And then you take that with the the sacred cacao um, or sometimes other things like lemon and ginger, depending on how our stomach enzymes digest it. And uh, we, we talk about all of that but I'm very hands-off and unless I'm called over and sometimes I'll bring music into it. And oftentimes like everybody's different. Sometimes it's a total, you know, desensitory experience where you have the eye mask and there's no sound and I'm just present with you. Um, I ask, you know, I will ask you to surrender into the medicine. I, um, My lineage is where I have learned about go, how to go in with me and how to hold prayer, you know, come down in me and my, um, my memory line from my Northern European, but we're activated by the, the, the fires, you know, the, um, the borrowed songs, the, the beautiful songs of people who are still practicing the earth-based ways. Cause we are all indigenous. Some of us were cut off and, um, a part of. Uh, what we call colonization, um, coming over from Europe and into the Americas. But we're all working with the healing, all of those aspects and pieces. And so when we approach this sacred journey, the Earth protocol becomes really important, not necessarily a culture or a belief system, but the protocol of who we are at the core, which is, returning to the mother and so I'll ask you to surrender into the medicine and to recognize that you're not separate and to remember that this is like everything external is just a distraction doesn't mean don't go have an experience with um, psychedelics in nature and connect with the tree that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying when you're working with me we're coming into something deeper and we're working on some really deep medicine and how that is gonna come through. And while you go through that journey, I'm gonna pull cards, tarot cards. I may be using the incense, the smoke, the feathers, whatever needs to happen, energy medicine. And then um, you know, there's a there's a there's a time where the surrender isn't as potent and um you come back to self and we may have some exchanges there, but mostly you will then, um, no, mostly people say, Oh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Just be with me for a while and journal or, or go to sleep and integrate this. And so then I will meet with you in the morning and we might and
1: do body work to yeah. integrate it all. Yeah.
2: We'll have breakfast, we talk, we go through all those tarot cards, we see the synchronicities of the journey mm-hmm. that I am just a witness into the oracle of because there's no way, you know, other than the tracking that I um, would know or plant those cards there, you know. And then the flowers come in and we we transform the flowers into this um, um, sacred symbol of what all of what you have brought back. And that's for you to use in ceremony. And then I do my my um, shamanic body work uh, to help you integrate, um, to help you feel good. Because when our body feels good, you know, if we're walking home hungover or really like, wow, that was, <laughs> that was a lot of work, you know, like when we walk home from that or, or enter into our home in a new way like that, we feel like, oh, I'm not only spiritually aligned, my emotions feel good, my body feels good. And um, this has come because I work with so many people coming out of all different kinds of medicine ceremonies, ayahuasca, you know, the um, the many different ones that are coming at combo, everything that's coming out there right now that are revealing themselves to be more into the, the light. But I found that it was probably one of the most important things to do is to not leave after a three hour stretch where you barely know me have the medicine and then goodbye. Like there's just, like you said, there was even in a couple months into the process, we we use some integrative services, not only your own meditation, but you and I were in contact and then um, we did some of the, my body work and um so much uh, unfolded out of that. And I know that's your own personal experience, but even um, with clients that have come and well, they may have seen immediate um, experiences like mm, spirit animals coming, you know, and showing them that validation, but they couldn't have known that it would set them up for a journey. Right. And so like I have, I train um, oftentimes um, death doulas and birth doulas, and I um, have seen them come back and have had so many experiences that that one experience validated
1: and empowered them to do their work in the world. On that note, I have to ask: we we have to close this. I hate to close this because, um, I, and I'm going to say this real quick. As I went into that. That journey with the mushrooms, I merged into the the energy of the universe. I didn't disappear. I didn't, I just knew it. And I, as I had always known it, it was comfortable. And, um, and then the grids, you know, the grids that, that the energy is made up of, it, it was just a phenomenal experience. But I have to tell you, because we're, we're going to get cut, cut off here. <laughs> okay. And I want everybody to know, where can they get hold of you?
2: Well, my website is uh, www.bodyworkbytara.com. And um, you can hop on my website and just click on Contact You and um, give me shoot me an email Um, Ask me about my psychedelic retreats, personal psychedelic retreats, and um, also uh, my higher value retreats. I will be going to Iceland and activating um, our sacred selves, birthing ourselves through the earth and activating that portal on the land. And then I also have um, personal uh, private drum uh, rite of passage retreats and a six-day rite of passage retreat on the Grand Mesa coming up in September for this equinox.
1: Mm-hmm. And I want to mention too, you also train other sitters or doulas to do the work that you do so yeah. that so that you can expand your work out.
2: Absolutely, because you know, not only does it is it experiential of my 20 years experience, but it's also come from my background in education of integrative care and um my privilege to have sat and and with all sorts of different people working in this medicine and this is why i have found this template to be so um profound and i am blessed to work at that altar in that medicine i feel very grateful i also want to mention not only do i train people to do that but those who want to bring it into their practice like psychologists that are already stepping into this um offering the medicines that um, have started to come into the the mainstream, and that I am working in the microdosing as well, that I offer microdosing mentorships. Great!
1: Thank you so much for being here and for telling us this whole thing. It was one of the most profound experiences, and I recommend everybody do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you, Barb. I am such an honor to sit with you, sister. You are such an amazing
1: woman. And thank oh, you so- thank you. So are you. It's been wonderful. Thanks, Tara. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Bye.